0: The opposite of what you're hearing from former Seahawks and some current Broncos, although a couple of players late in the year did defend Russell Wilson.
1: Is Colin bailing on Russ? Maybe I'm burying the lead here. Is Colin bailing on Russ? Has he abandoned his chosen quarterback? Hi, it's Tuesday, January 24th. I'm Danny O'Neill and welcome to the dang apostrophe.
0: I know when you ask me about these injuries and, and, and I give you my thoughts, if you really want to figure it out, I think Danny O'Neill has the best uh, translations for me
1: Appreciate that, Pete. Well, I was going to talk today about Seattle and San Francisco kind of taking opposite approaches, where for over the past eight years, Seattle's kind of been fairly consistent Making the playoffs, but not doing much damage there. Where San Francisco was really four straight years of double digit losses, and now they've just made the NFC Championship game for the third time in four seasons. But we're actually we're gonna have to change plans. That's gonna be a little bit later in this week, maybe on Friday, because we've got an update from Russ's biggest fan, Colin Cowherd of FS1. You know him from the herd. You love him from such classics as Seattle is going to be terrible. Let's see what he's got to say about the Broncos' pursuit of a new coach in Sean Payton.
0: Well, executive says Russell Wilson is washed amid the Sean Payton rumors. I have been told the Broncos have made a decision. They want Sean Payton. Russell Wilson has told the Broncos' owners he wants Sean Payton. Here. Okay, so that's
1: Colin saying that, right? Which... Someone more cynical than myself might point out that this might actually be doing a favor for Sean Payton, driving up the price, and we know that Payton works at Fox Sports right now. Or maybe that is a reflection of, we know that Colin has consistently had a line into Russell Wilson's camp as well. So it figures, like I, I could see Denver really wanting Sean Payton. They're going to have to give up their draft pick, which I didn't realize this. I thought they had Miami's draft pick. Denver has San Francisco's first round draft pick that the pick went through Miami but it's originally San Francisco's first round pick so it's going to be an end of the first round pick anyway that they would probably be asked for in compensation like that's that's certainly what New Orleans is going to want in compensation for Peyton if he signs with another team because he's He's still got a contract with with New Orleans. But let's get back to Colin.
0: Here's the dilemma. According to an NFL exec, Denver's got the best tradition. The new owners seem aggressive. They're willing to spend. But I think Russell Wilson's washed. And the lack of draft capital holding him back. The defense is very good, but Mahomes and Herbert aren't going anywhere in that division. So, you know, you think to yourself, if Brian Dable can get Daniel Jones to the playoffs... Can Sean Payton get Russell Wilson to the playoffs? Well, the Her-
1: it's an interesting comparison. We're, we're now, God, can you imagine that 12 months ago, talking about Russell Wilson and Daniel Jones as sort of comparable lifts to get into the playoffs? That's pretty remarkable how much things have changed.
0: Herbert and Mahomes are not playing in the NFC East. But I think one of the things that Sean Payton has to think about, and it's a real thing, With Daniel Jones, there are some limitations, but they're football limitations. You know what you have. It's right in front of you. But with Russell Wilson, there's self-awareness issues, trying to simultaneously be a football star and elevate Ciara's career issues. There's the isolation issues from...
1: That's new. I haven't heard Colin talk about that before like they've always been talked about compl- Russell trying to lift Sierra's career. Like that's that's kind of gross that he's somehow distracted because yeah, I'm not a big fan of that
0: issues. There's the isolation issues from teammates. He's got his own office. That's an issue and his own chiropractor I'm told that's an issue. A lot of this stuff is personality, emotional, family stuff. That's way harder. The football stuff for a Brian Dable or a Sean Payton, that's not that's not as difficult. Wasn't it a little bit? And I'm a Russell Wilson fan.
1: Sure doesn't sound like it. I, I thought he was going to go the exact opposite direction with, like, look, you know he's got the football ability. Like last season was an aberration, like you know he's got the football ability. That's where I thought Colin was going, and that sort of getting things squared away, that's personality stuff, that's easier to correct. And it seems like he's going the exact opposite approach, which is you can fix football, but you can't change a person's personality. You can't change. It's much harder to change how he relates to people. That, I'm surprised. I'm legitimately surprised at Colin's take here.
0: Wasn't it a little bit an eye-opener when he left the Seahawks? And former teammates, some of them offensive, use words like fake, isolated, not approachable. There are so many things. I,
1: I don't remember any teammates or former teammates saying those words for attribution. I don't, I don't remember that. I certainly, I've, yeah, I think we all know that Richard Sherman has been critical, but it's not even, it's not even directly like Richard hasn't called Russell Wilson selfish or fake. I get, I think we all infer that he, he feels that way and everybody mentions Doug Baldwin as someone who there was tension with, but Doug's, I think the more, sort of the more transparent things Doug has said is he's not mentioned Russ. Like he didn't include a picture of Russ when he announced that he was walking away or thanking the Seahawks for everything. I, DK, Tyler Lockett. I don't doubt that there are some guys that have felt that way, but do you remember when they said is what is what Colin broached? I that's kind of misleading.
0: Fake, isolated, not approachable. There are so many things to like about this, and they'll probably play pay upwards of twenty five million for Sean Payton, but I think I'd pass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> pay upwards of twenty five million. Is that per year? That's insane. <laughs> like, I, if he ends up, if Sean gets $25 million a year, I, 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 I hope Colin gets a percentage because he's negotiated the hell out of that deal.
0: Really? $25 million? And he's saying that Sean should pass? Evaluating quarterbacks is certainly not an exact science. I couldn't stand Zach Wilson as a prospect. Joe Douglas of the Jets, a sharp, shrewd young GM, loved him. I met somebody last week, former NFL coach, loved Zach Wilson. Again, I'm just a radio TV guy. I couldn't stand him as a prospect. I didn't like Baker Mayfield as a prospect. I didn't love Jameis Winston as a prospect.
1: (laughs) This is has nothing to do with anything. I'd like to note it. I like to. I like it noted for the record, though, that Colin talks about the uncertainty of draft pick evaluation at quarterback and how uncertain it is. And then identifies three times where you could say he was right. <laughs> Didn't like Zach Wilson. Joe Douglas knows a lot more about football than me. Loved it. A former head coach. He, he loved Zach Wilson. What do I know? Turns out I was right. And Jameis Winston and Baker Mayfield also. In there. <laughs> I don't even know if this is a
0: humble brag. Like that's just a flat out brag. I don't know more than GMs. It's inexact. You're not really sure. But here's the one thing that is exact. All the great ones, all of them, have like an approachable feel, kind of relatable. One of the guys go out drinking on a Tuesday night. You can put your arms around him. That's like...
1: That may be how people tend to portray... The greats. That's not how great quarterbacks act. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, right? Dan Marino. Brett Favre. Like, if you peel back the layers and get an honest portrait of some of the superstar quarterbacks, I don't think Russell stands out in terms of how sort of he separates himself. Or if that's the term we're going to use, that isolates himself, puts himself in a separate component from the team. I, I don't think that's different. Now, I think that there are things that Russ does that maybe make that more obvious than it has been with other guys. But ultimately, like, here's the deal. As long as you play great, as long as you play great, all of those other things doesn't matter. Like, people will make excuses. They'll call you approachable even if you're not. You're able to give a good interview. You're able to to be relatable. This idea that somehow this is what's disqualifying for Russell Wilson, that's why he's not a great quarterback is because he's not relatable. That part's insane. Like, that's... That's, ju- that's conforming your characterization of him to fit the model you've constructed, which is all the great quarterbacks are approachable. I think that's false. Like, I, I think that's dead wrong. The fact is that a lot of great quarterbacks have succeeded both because of and in spite of their ability to relate to teammates. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think that's the, that's the predictor. I don't think that's the differentiator. That Like, hey, they're all talented, but it's your ability to get along with teammates that makes or breaks you as a quarterback. I don't think that's true.
0: The opposite of what you're hearing from former Seahawks and some current Broncos, although a couple of players late in the year did defend Russell Wilson.
1: Is Colin Bailing on Russ? Maybe I'm burying the lead here. Is Colin Bailing on Russ? Has he abandoned his chosen quarterback? Is Colin Coward bailing on Russ? I, I think it might be happening.
0: Like the opposite of what you're hearing from former Seahawks. One of the guys, it's inexact. You're not really sure. But here's the one thing that is exact. All the great ones, all of them have like an approachable feel, kind of relatable. One of the guys go out drinking on a Tuesday night. You can put your arms around him. That's like the opposite of what you're hearing from former Seahawks and some current Broncos. Although, he's bailed. Colin Cowherd has bailed. He's abandoned ship. He's thrown rust
1: to the wolves. He's like, Sean Payton shouldn't take that job, even if they got $25 million
0: to him. Oh, my goodness. A couple of players late in the year did defend Russell Wilson. You got to be a unifier. One of us, relatable, approachable. Can't have your own doctor and chiropractor and therapist and and, and I look at NFL quarterbacks.
1: Who, it's the heel turn. He's the manager who just, the pro wrestling manager who just sold out the, the guy he's been managing. He's been promoting. He's abandoned him. Colin
0: cowards abandoning ship. Who have often had their careers implode. It's not the football stuff. Kyler Murray, it imploded. It was the personal stuff. Jay Cutler. Personal stuff. Nobody liked him. Jeff George. I know a lot of you don't know who Jeff George is. World-class arm talent. Not enough people liked him. Uh
1: Oh my goodness. Of all the things that I expected in this clip, I did not expect there to be. It's not running up a white flag and saying I was wrong. It's a throwing him to the wolves and saying yeah, he's selfish. You can't win with that.
0: Man! Ah! What happened to loyalty? What happened to sticking with your guy? Uh, Baker Mayfield butchered the podium. Uh, Zach Wilson in, in New York. I saw a story this weekend. They were rejoicing when he got benched. It's not the football stuff. An older Aaron, an older Russell Wilson, sometimes not viewed as unifiers, aloof. Don't spend off seasons with the young guys. I don't know. I think with Russell Wilson, Denver wants Sean Payton. Russell Wilson wants Sean Payton. I think the deal would be done today if Sean Payton said, all right, I'm your coach. And he may. I've got to pay a lot of money. The defense is good. And there's some really nice weapons. A star running back got injured. He's back. Tight ends are solid. Receivers are beyond solid. they got a good left tackle. But there's so many hoops to jump through. And sometimes it's just easier to have football stuff to deal with. Not like Personality stuff. Has Green Bay ever truly figured out Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> I don't think they have. I st- and those are smart, capable people. They go into meetings with him. They've been around him for 15 years. They still can't quite nail him down on the personality stuff and the offseason stuff. I think of. I.
1: So if we're to take him at his word there and this, this idea that Green Bay's never quite figured it out. Does that mean he thinks Green Bay would have been better off trying to find another better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers or someone who is more capable? Does he does he think it was a mistake what Green Bay did or that it was wasted time? I I think it's I mean it's pretty clear to me when you look at the sort of ca- Collins characterization that this is mistaking like not understanding correlation the point is or the reality is NFL teams will put up with an awful lot of what we might normally call entitled behavior especially from a quarterback if he's really good but once that production tails off All of a sudden, the personality becomes the problem. I don't think their personalities have changed. Like, maybe some, but it's not dramatically different. What's changed is the way we talk about them. What's changed is the ways they are perceived. What's changed is the willingness of people who work for those teams or play for those teams to rip the guy because they don't see the benefits it's not worth putting up with anymore. Man, I feel a little bad for Russ. (laughs) <laughs> Colin just gave him up without a second thought just after one one season he just he just turned on him he just gave him up man I, I think being a quarterback is really hard in the NFL and and I think managing the expectations that come along with being A quarterback are really hard to manage and i think it changes over the course of your career how you have to manage it you have to deal with different things but ultimately i don't think the behavior is what determines or dictates the level of success that the quarterback has nearly as much As the level of success determines how we describe their attitudes and their behavior. I think Russ could have behaved the exact same way in Denver. And had he had a better year and they'd made the playoffs, you would not have heard nearly as much complaint. I don't think his own office would have been an issue. And if he'd won the MVP, his own office would have become a sign of how dedicated he is and why Seattle wouldn't give it to him and how he's he's blossomed there. The fact that he gets his own office would be a sign that Denver appreciated him in a way that Seattle never really did. It's not the behavior. It's not the behavior at all. It's the performance. like that's That's what drives... The opinion. So, wow. And all the other stuff about like saying that teammates had said this and have have revealed that, I, I don't, it's not technically true. Like there haven't been, but we've all followed this story enough to know that perception, even if it has not come from direct quotes from those players, has been out there. But man, now he's just buying wholeheartedly into that and and casting Russ aside. He doesn't think Sean Payton should take that job. I am shocked. I do think it's going to be interesting to see what Payton does cuz I believe that Payton's decision will show you I he's got he's got four options. I don't think Caroline is as strong an option as the other three because I think he can get juice where he's pretty much not only the coach, but a GM. Certainly with both Arizona and, and Denver, where he becomes the dominant voice. I'm not sure how Carolina is set up. They're coming out of a situation where Matt Rule just had all of that authority and it did not work out. They've got a GM and Scott Fitterer who has a background in Seattle. I think they feel like, hey, we just need to find the quarterback. The rest of like our run game and our defense are are pretty well equipped, and and New Orleans is they're not starting from scratch, but they absolutely have to find a quarterback. If Sean Payton picks Denver, it's a good sign for Russ. It's it's a sign that that Payton believes that that there is something there with Russ, that he's better off starting with Russ, than he is going to a place like Carolina or New Orleans where it's like, okay, clearly you do need a new quarterback. He's, he's willing, to, willing to give Russ some time. That's really interesting. It's Danny O'Neill. Uh, I host The Dang Apostrophe. It is a Substack newsletter with becoming pretty regularly weekly podcasts attached to it. Um, you can check out my work on Substack. Follow me on Twitter or eh, subscribe to the podcast.
0: Then more Sean Land, Shut up, Danny.